Welcome to the Lexington Public Library's Tales from the Kentucky Room podcast, where we discuss everything Lexington and Fayette County history. I'm Miriam, and in each episode of this podcast, we will feature a guest that will share a piece of local history. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Henry Faulkner was a queer Kentucky artist whose paintings were collected by mid-20th century notables such as Tennessee Williams, Betty Davis, Marlon Brando, and Vincent Price. His colorful and fantastical style won him the name the American Chagall. He was also known for bringing a menagerie of animals everywhere he traveled, from Lexington to Palm Beach to Key West. He was known for bringing goats to art openings and to beach parties. His success allowed him to live as an openly gay man even as those interested in his work attempted to whitewash his sexuality. Join the Lexington Public Library as we celebrate Henry Faulkner, both his life and his work, February 25th through March the 3rd, 2019. Hello, dear listeners. I'm J.P. Johnson. It was said that Henry Faulkner could neither paint nor exhibit without his pet goat, Alice. In the early 1960s, Henry had begun to achieve some modicum of success. He'd exhibited in New York, Beverly Hills, Palm Beach, Key West, and Venice, Italy. He could count among his collectors Tennessee Williams, Betty Davis, Marlon Brando, Vincent Price, and Mr. and Mrs. C.V. Whitney. That success allowed him to collect a menagerie of animals that he yearly trucked from his home in Kentucky to his apartment in West Palm Beach and to Alice Delamar's place in Key West. But from the beginning of his rise, he almost always was accompanied by his goat, Alice. Every newspaper review of his openings had, if not a picture of Alice sharing the limelight with Henry, at least featured a prominent mention of her in the article. At Atlanta's Artist Associates Gallery in 1964, it was noted that Henry was accompanied by a goat and two dogs, the illness of a pet cat back home in Egypt, Kentucky, almost keeping Henry from attending his own opening. Visitors were warned that they may find the artist's pet goat roaming the gallery. In 1966, at a preview at Gallery 99 on Bay Harbor Island, Alice was tethered outside. In 1967, Henry was showing in the gallery at Palm Beach. However, his three goats, these jovial Nubians, Alice, Plato, and Marguerite, would not be in attendance due to the strain of their having made too many first-nighters recently. There was also a goat named Tennessee, named for Henry's friend, Tennessee Williams. Alice was the most well-known of Henry's goats, appearing in hundreds of paintings, with Plato a close second. Alice, being female, did not have horns, while Plato, being male, did. Both often appeared deified atop columns, arches, and jumbles of buildings, festooned with a tumbling array of plants, flowers, fruits, hearts, and black quarter moons, goat-sized butterflies, mystical symbols, and rococo embellishments. So it is not surprising that when Alice went missing during the summer of 1965, Henry was distraught and offered a reward for her return. The story of Alice's disappearance appeared on the front page of the Lexington Herald at the end of August with a large photograph of Henry and Alice during happier days. Written by R. Marshall Shepard, the article threw shade at the seriousness with which Faulkner took the disappearance of his prized companion. The tale of a lost goat. Alice, a bourbon drinker, has been missing three weeks. Alice, eight-year-old darling of Palm Beach Society, and until recently the constant companion of her master, Lexington artist Henry Faulkner, 
has mysteriously vanished from the local scene. Alice is a white goat with a long beard and a most engaging personality. When last seen, she was wearing a tan leather collar and was tethered as a paying guest at the farm as C.R. Spurlock on the Old Paris Pike. She disappeared from the farm about three weeks ago. Alice is no ordinary goat. Alice loves people and is excellent company and a good mixer, and she is inordinately fond of good Kentucky bourbon. The taste for bourbon was developed as a result of her attendance at a cocktail party a few years ago. On being offered a drink from the glass of one of the guests, after hinting delicately that she both favored and savored the aroma arising from it, she finished the drink and a few others as well, before the evening was over. Since that time, she has not been shy about letting it be known that her preference is bourbon. While her past is somewhat shady, she has been in jail twice, she can hold her own with the best of goats, and she never forgets that she is a lady. Being taken to jail was not really Alice's fault. While left alone on two occasions, while her master was elsewhere, she merely complained of her neglect to the neighborhood in general. She was taken to jail while her master was located. Alice is known to many Lexingtonians as the goat who follows her master everywhere he goes. More than one Lexingtonian has been known to gasp and look twice to make sure he really saw what he thought he had seen. Alice docilely ambling down a street, a few feet behind her master, free of any leash, contentedly chewing a carrot the while. Alice is intelligent enough to know that she is supposed to stop and look in both directions before crossing the street, and she never crosses if the light is red. Her greatest social success was two seasons ago when she appeared on the sands of Palm Beach, wearing a multi-strand necklace of bright blue beads. If anyone knows of her whereabouts or has seen Alice recently, her owner would be very happy to hear about it. The Associated Press picked up the story in a much more sneering tone, and it appeared in at least 11 papers nationwide. It was never made clear when and or how Alice was returned to Henry. She simply began to appear once again in articles featuring Henry. Three months later, the December 26, 1965 issue of the Miami News reported, Captain Tony Terracino started the Great Society movement about a year ago when he took over a saloon in a hundred-year-old building, which was Key West's first ice house and, by necessity, the town morgue. We've still got people laid out stiffer than a cold mackerel, Captain Tony commented, as a rather famous painter, Henry Faulkner, strolled in accompanied by a rabbit named Mae West, a three-legged cat called Brown Sugar, and a white billy goat known as Alice. As for Alice's love of Kentucky bourbon, one Key Wester was once quoted in the newspaper, Alice was a lady, a very polite goat. She obeyed Henry implicitly, but when it came to liquor, Alice had her way. I used to love to watch her throw her head up, slightly inebriated though she was, and pass from table to table, sniffing until she found the familiar scent of bourbon. Kentucky bourbon, I might add. By the following year, the Key West City Council passed an ordinance forbidding Faulkner to walk his goats down Duval Street. Dear listeners, join the Lexington Public Library February 25th through March 3rd for Henry Faulkner Week. We start Monday, February 25th in the Farish Theater at the Central Library for a showing of Gene Donahue's The Last Gospel of the Pagan Babies. Doors open at 6.30 with the movie starting at 7. Followed by a panel discussion with two of the original Pagan Babies, artists Robert Morgan and Peter Taylor. We'll be having Henry Faulkner adult coloring parties on Tuesday, February 26th at the Central Library from 6.30 to 8 and on Thursday, February 28th at the Beaumont Branch from 7 to 8. 
Saturday, March 2nd, join us at the Beaumont Branch from 2 to 4 as John Stephen Hawkinsmith, owner of Hawkinsmith Fine Art Editions, and artist-activist Robert Morgan discuss Henry Faulkner's art. The book A Gift of Color, Henry Lawrence Faulkner, which collects Faulkner's art and poetry, will be available for purchase and signing. And finally, Sunday, March 3rd, head back to the Ferris Theater at the Central Library at 2 p.m., for Dr. Jonathan Coleman's talk, A Swish of the Wrist, The Queer Henry Faulkner. The presentation is about 40 minutes, followed by a question and answer session after. Dr. Coleman is the co-founder of the Faulkner Morgan Archive, which collects and preserves Central Kentucky's LGBTQ past. All events are free and open to the public. Please join us for this very special week of events. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Kentucky Room, a podcast brought to you by the Central Library's Kentucky Room staff at the Lexington Public Library. If you enjoyed listening, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you have any questions about local history or genealogy research, you can visit us in the Kentucky Room to use our collection and newspaper microfilm, or you can email us at elibrarian at lexpublib.org. That's elibrarian at lexpublib.org. I'm Miriam, and we'll be back with another trip down Lexington's memory lane.